Welcome to another pointless podcast. Everything you never needed. Here are your hosts. Give them a hand. The co-creators of Landyland. Our favorite pair, Senora and Senora. It's Derek and Laura. On to the show. We'll talk about whatever we want. Let's go. Hello. Okay. So before we start... (laughs) Before we, you know, um, how are you? You know, what what are you been doing? Okay, a few minutes ago, you were singing a song from Mary Poppins, right? No, from Greece. Yeah, but before that, you were singing a Mary Poppins song. No, I was singing Chitty Bang Bang. Oh yeah. Okay. Speaking of Mary Poppins, um, oh my god. You know uh, the second one with Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, which I thought was really good, but it yeah. got slated. Yeah. I, you know, there are some people, and Emily Blunt is one of them, and you go. You know what? I could see her being my girlfriend. I think she would really like me. Is there something actually fucking wrong with you? Is there something wrong with you? I think... I'm right the fuck here, you knobhead. I think we would really get along. I think if it wasn't for John Krasinski... Yeah, I think me... Wow, if it wasn't just for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. What, what has this got to do with the pod? It's just... Uh, so well, It's a conversation. So before we introduced it's the It's a pod, conversation. Before we, we got started, you just wanted to let everyone know that you would that dump me, me for Emily and, Blunt. Um, I mean, yeah. But is there a celebrity that you would, that you genuinely think you would, you would be compatible with? I mean... I mean, I also think I'd be compatible with Jennifer Lawrence. So you, I was just about to you say... You can't have her... Jennifer Lawrence for me, so okay, right, I can't have her. Um, I feel like, actually, I feel like I would get on really well with uh, Jamie Campbell-Bauer. Okay. He's very campy. I'm very campy. Is that because he has the camp in his name? What? No. No. But I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah, I think we might have, like, bands together, but I don't think he's, I'm not ready to leave you for him. Hmm. To be honest, he's not even asked, so. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Margot Robbie is probably another one who would ask me to to leave you. Wow. And who else? You know what I'm really good at doing? What? Deciding that I'm I'm just going to be friends with someone, and it's usually people that are, like, quasi-famous, and going, you know what? I'm going to slide into your DMs. Not uh, in a yeah, not yeah, in a yeah. saucy way, yeah. in a friendship way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just what I keep doing. Yeah, you've done that with a few actors, haven't you? Yeah, with yeah. a few. Um, yeah. uh, if it was if it was baseball, there'd be minor league baseball players. <gasps> you can't say that. Why can't I say that? Because okay, because the minor leagues are—they're just biding their time to go into the major leagues. Well, yeah, that's like yeah. these yeah. like yeah. smaller actors. Yeah. They're uh, they're uh, getting ready to yeah. join the major leagues. Yeah, boom. But yeah, that's what I'm good at. I'm really good yeah. at sliding into semi-famous people's DMs. They're going, "Hey, you, we're going to be friends now." You know what? It's worked every time. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What are we to? What are we doing? Podcast. Yeah. Podcast. Hello, happy podcasting. Um. Yeah. Yes, happy podcasting. Hi, hello everyone out there and welcome back to another Pointless Podcast. I I'm hope your you host, enjoyed. Laura Katie Jordan. Oh, of course, joined by... After, after you finish. I'm done. Sorry, you can you go. Finished. Yeah. You can go. You know what? Sorry. Someone said to okay. me, is... Hi. Oh, someone Hi. asked me, is Derek as chaotic in real life as he is on the podcast? Or, or like, is he just like really oh. exaggerating it? And and I was like, no, he really is this chaotic. You know that whole thing with uh, neutral chaos? What's that? Um, neutral, chaotic. Evil. Good and evil. Yeah. What does that mean? Um... So it's, you know, so people yeah, say yeah, yeah. So it's you're like a pun, it's, uh, chaotic. Pun, it's you're it's, neutral. 
Because I even remember what it... Yeah, lawful... Lawful... Lawful good, lawful neutral, yeah. lawful evil, chaotic good, chaotic yeah. neutral. So it's... So, for example, Skullduggery would be a chaotic good. Because he's a good character, but he's pure chaos. Okay. Um, can you think of a character that would be, like, um, a lawful evil? So an evil character, like, from your characters, maybe. A yeah. character who is evil, but very much follows... You know, is by the book. By which book, though? Evil book or good book? Um. Well, I guess. I. I you know what? I. I can't. Yeah. I don't understand those things. And where? But oh, it's. Hi, it's and like you know. Um, did you ever in science learn about Gregor Mendel and the square that he made? And it's like the you know like the the capital letter and the lowercase letter and it's and it, it shows you how genetics work basically and it because it cr- kind of crosses and it goes okay if this letter ends up next to this letter you would get this genetic mm-hmm. did you ever do that no brilliant okay so that was pointless so it's not kind of, for the people out there who so just it's kind of something. like that so it it's basically it, it's the theory i think that everyone is either good neutral or evil and also, everyone is either chaotic, lawful, or whatever the other one is. Yeah. And everyone fits into one of those nine possible options. Okay. Yeah. It's a little bit I mean, weird. Uh, well, I was going to say, it's very restricting. It is very restricting. I'm, I'm personally very restricted. Okay, I mean, it, well, yeah. It is. At the same time, is it? Yes, it is. Because it's very subjective as well. Go on. Well, you know, you can have two people with two opinions that, well, no, he's not chaotic evil. He's whatever the other one evil is. I don't know. I'm not. Honey, how are you, sweetie? I'm all right. Good. I'm a bit sad. Oh, why are you sad? Oh, well, you know. Got the depressies. You, yeah, because your friend died. And my best friend died, yeah. Yeah, that would, that would do it. Yeah, got the morbs and... Um, it's morbin time. It is morbin time Morbius. over here. Morbius, brilliant movie. We haven't seen it, but I'm assuming because of the tagline alone, it's morbin time. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be marvellous. Morbily marvellous. It's morbilicious. More morbilicious. That's the sequel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Morbius too. Morbius. More delicious. <laughs> I do think we should watch it, even if we just end up hate watching it. Can you let Bowie in? Yes. Okay. You as, say something. As per usual, the moment we sit down and record, one of the cats needs our attention. Usually, it's Sansa, um, who like who wants to play with her loudest toys. But today is Bowie at the kitchen. I mean, the the professional podcast studio window. We're not in a kitchen. That's silly. Why would you? bring that up um yeah this time it's bowie at the window uh screaming to come inside and he's eating now and the moment he's finished he'll start screaming to go outside because he's chaotic and evil he's a no he's chaotic good he's a good boy he's just chaos yeah he's cool yeah i I think i would be a chaotic neutral neither good nor bad but definitely chaos and yes. I know I called you chaos, but I I, I wouldn't put I put you as a lawful good. Yes, I am lawful good. I'm lawfully good. Yeah. I'm bloody brilliant, me. Mm. So you're feeling a bit sad. I mean, it is a bit morbid. Uh, yeah, bit more, bit morbius mm, over here. Mm, mm. But it is what it is. <laughs> I'm just it, I'm just it is what it is. Seeing my way through the worst time. In my life. So far. So far. <laughs> it's not done yet for me, but there. It's going to get worse. <laughs> Remember, this is the... Um, the... Yeah. The... Wow, this is great. Mm, like I was going to say, this is the... The youngest you're ever going to be. Well, yeah, that's how aging works. But there's also something else. Anyway... Good, right, so you're feeling depressed. Right, good, 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 good. Yeah, but it's all right. 
Yeah. I'll be good. I'll be grand. It is what it is. It is what it is, isn't it? So be it. So be it. Um, what? Are you? what? Um, Sorry, what? Sorry. I was going to say, how are you? Fine, thank you. And are your friends dead? Mm, not that I know of. Oh, okay, but they could be, potentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I, I suppose I do have a dead friend. Oh, do you? Yeah. I don't really like him, though. Oh, is it a dead friend or is it is it more of a dead enemy? Like a dead enemy. A dead... Dead acquaintance? Mm. No, I did like him. Um, he's, he's very nice. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry about your dead friend who's dead. Oh, it's okay. Oh, okay. Well, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is, lover. You know what I'm saying? That's life, isn't it? Yeah. There's no That's point in us trying to figure out this crazy life. world. Yes. There really isn't. Because we don't have time. You know what? Actually, this leads in really well to what the podcast is about today. Um... I didn't plan that, so... I did, you see. Oh, did you? I've been manipulating the conversation towards this um, this game of yours. Yes, yeah, so we're playing a game today. The game is called Stupid Deaths, and essentially we have a stack of cards, mm-hmm. and not they have... Cards, not playing cards, they're no. definitely game cards. And uh, they have a person... <gasps> Kitty, are you okay? Yeah, I'm really fine, Mum. Okay, be careful. Please ignore that. I missed, uh, uh, I missed time to jump. Yeah, oh, it's okay. You're still, you're still a good girl. I'm still a cat, right? Yeah, you're still a good kitty. Um, uh, you might have noticed that our, all of our cats' voices are very similar to Sansa's voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have a stack of cards here. Mm-hmm. The cards have a person's name, um, date of birth, the day they died, and then how they died. However, only half of them are true and half of them are false. Wait a second. Yeah. Half of them are false. You didn't say that. <laughs> yes, I did. So uh, the object of the game is that you have to uh, you have to decide which one is false and which one is true. Yeah. You, and okay. So all, how many are false? So it's about half and half. Okay. So you got a fifty-fifty chance of getting it right. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured we could take one. Each would take turns, okay, good, read good, it good. out, okay, and okay. then the other guesses whether it's true or false. Nice. And if you get it wrong, you have to punch uh, yourself in the face. I'm down. Okay. Okay, cool. Right, you want to go first? you want to read yeah, first or I do wanna, you want to guess first? I want to read first. Okay. Go on. No, read it out loud, not just in your head. I, I'm i just trying to pronounce his name. Garalamo Cardano. Oh, yeah. Born 1501, died 1576. One of the Renaissance's most influential mathematicians, Cardano was also... That's where I know his name. What? (laughs) Um, uh, One of the Renaissance's most influential mathematicians, Cardano was also a keen astrologer. I thought it said a teen astrologer. (laughs) Like he was one of the teen astrologers who were who were roaming Italy at the time. <laughs> one of the cool kids. Uh, he was also a keen astrologer, believing our stars, the stars determined our fates. He predicted the date of his death, but reached that date in perfect health, and then died. No, he reached that death in that date in perfect health. Rather than be exposed as having been wrong, he poisoned himself. Oh, that's got to be true, right? That's true. <gasps> what a... What an idiot! Douche! <laughs> uh, like, okay, you know, I mean, there are some people out there who just can't admit when they're wrong, okay? There are some people out there like Geralamo Cardano who should have admitted he was wrong because then he would have survived yeah. a little bit longer. I mean, even if he predicted it wrong, he was still like, you know, a very influential... So he still did other things that were good. I mean, he was a big I'll keep part that, that card of. I got it right. He was a big part of the teen astrology scene. I know. Back in the Renaissance, he was also seventy-five years old. Back in fifteen hundreds. That's that's like that's quite astonishing. That's like if I lived to be nine hundred, which I intend to do. That's nothing like if you live to be nine hundred. By the way, nine hundred and one. Close. Nine hundred and two. Nine hundred. One hundred and three. All right, you got that. One hundred and two. Yes, one hundred and two. Okay. All right. Well, first point goes to me. Okay. This is Kurt Goodall, born nineteen oh six, died nineteen seventy eight. Oh, kitty. Kitty, behave. You you don't want to die early, kitty. 
kitty. Yeah, good girl. Kirby, one of the kittens, is um, approaching at Bowie like they are friends. Where Bowie does not have any time or tolerance <gasps> for the kittens. Come on, Kirby, you have better instincts than this. Come on. Don't be, don't be a silly goose, Miss Kerbles. Okay. So, Kurt Godel, one of the most significant logicians in history, was a picky eater. He suffered from an extreme fear of being poisoned and would only eat food prepared by his wife. He died of starvation while his wife was hospitalized. It makes one crave home cooking. True. Yeah, true. Of course that's true. That's exactly something a man would do. Well, you know, once you get used to having... The thing is, like, he could have made food cookies. himself, though. Like, if he's worried about someone else poisoning him, you don't have to have someone else cook for you. You can just cook for yourself. Well, you probably didn't know how. Yeah, but died in 1978. Men in the 70s knew how to cook for themselves. No, no, they didn't. Obviously, he didn't trust himself. Maybe he was... Um, you know what? He didn't even have to cook for himself. Like, have, have some fruit. Yeah. Have some fruit. Although, you can poison fruit. Okay, well, go and pick your own fruit straight from the tree and then eat it. Oh, my God. But if someone had uh, anticipated that, they would have poisoned the tree. How would you poison a tree? Hmm? You'd inject it. No. With cyanide. Cyanide. Wow. Would that not kill the tree? It wouldn't be good for the tree. Yes. But cyanide comes from apples, apples, apple tree, tree. Why are you acting like you've really figured something out here? You've not. Tree is... Tree spelt backwards is... Ert. <laughs> it's irt, actually. Irt. And that's what your man said when he, when he died. died. <laughs> Go on then, you got that Mystery right. Mystery solved. Okay. <laughs> Sun Jong Moon in 1958. He died in 1983, so that made him... 58 to 93. A little bit older than... He, he died the year I was born. Oh my God, maybe I did it. Jeepers. He died in the year you were born. Wait, you said 93, right? I said 83. Oh, I'm not that old. <laughs> Imagine being that old. Men often have sympathetic pregnancies, but none like South Korean factory worker Moon. He displayed phantom symptoms matching those of his wife's real pregnancy, including morning sickness. But when she had a miscarriage, he became so sick that he died. No natural cause could be found. False. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I think it's just because I'm such a bad liar because I always tell the truth. I just lied. <laughs> um, no, that, I don't know. I don't know what it was about that, but it just seemed, I don't know. Like a lie. Well, I have not heard of, of symptomatic pregnancies to that extreme. No. But that's like the morning the sickness and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's how I knew it was false though. Yeah. yeah. But... Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, when she had the miscarriage, he became so sick that he died. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that if the two go hand in hand. Obviously not. Well, no. Lola, you 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 saw through that lie like a person with great eyesight sees through a perfectly clear window I know, I know. on a sunlit day without any glare on the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I know. That was very impressive. I know. Thank you. You may continue the game. Thank you very much. We, just... we haven't got one wrong yet. No. no we've only done three. But okay. if we can keep this up, but neither of us is going to punch ourselves in the face. <laughs> that is impressive. Are you ready to punch yourself in the face, bitch? Yeah, I'm right. Ooh, All right. Well. George Plantagenet. Ha! Plantagenet. Like, that's a name. Duke of Clarence, born 1449, mm -hmm. died 1478. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The first Duke of Clarence was the younger brother of Edward IV, King of England, at the time of great insecurity and instability. He was found guilty of treason for plotting against his own brother and was executed in the Tower of London by being drowned in a barrel of wine. Oh, cheapest wine, eh? 
brother, eh? Did you like my 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 Tory um, voice? I loved it. It was great. Sorry, I wasn't listening to any of that. So I'm just going to say. Were you really not listening? True. Were you really not listening? He drowned in a bar- barrel of wine after he. Uh, he was found guilty for for treason. For treason. So he was drowned in a barrel of wine uh, in the Tower of London. he fell from the Tower of London. No, he didn't fall. No. Well, then how did he end up in the barrel of wine? That's how they executed him on purpose. Is that true or false? So he died drunk. Yeah. Yes, true. Yeah, very good. Wow. I know. Why would... Okay. That seems like such a waste to me. His own brother... Right, he tried to kill his own brother. Derek, they know. I just read it out, and they listened. <laughs> You're the only one that didn't listen. Who, who, his his own brother? Love it, get right. this. Derek, I did just uh, okay. read it, and everyone Was else did just hear it. The king. Now, now, if he tried to commit treason against his own brother, which he did, right? Right. Then his own brother would have been the one to say, "Right, this guy, you know." Kill him and tell you what, drown him because he's my brother. I know he likes a bit of wine of a of a Sunday. Maybe it was a bit misconstrued. Maybe they were like, let him drown his sorrows. Go on, show him where the wine is. And maybe they thought that he meant drown they meant drown him maybe in the wine. Maybe the king meant drown him in wine. Wine, like wine him to death. Yeah. W H I N E. For a half an hour. Yeah. Drown him in wine and then let him go. Yeah. I just think it's a waste of wine, to be quite honest. I don't really drink wine. I don't drink. Well, I well, I stopped drinking, but... Plantagenet. I bloody loved wine when That's I did it. drink. Okay. So oh, it's your turn. Good. Sorry. Okay. Right. Ken Kesey. Right. Born 1935. Right. False. <laughs> Died 1966. True. Not really. In one of the most elaborate fake suicides... Did you just read out the not really? Yeah. That's what it does when it's false, I think. Okay. So... It, no, Robert, can I continue? Okay. In one of the most elaborate fake suicides we've found, the author and Mary Prankster died, in inverted commas, in 1966, attempting to escape marijuana charges. I don't know what this word is. Never heard it before. <laughs> Friends left his truck... And a suicide note by a California cliff, while PC fled to Mexico. When he returned eight months later, he was jailed for five months. False. How do you know it's false? Because, because you read out when. Wait, it's true. <laughs> what the fuck? Why does it say not really? Because it's about an offensive. Oh, he faked his. Yeah, you got to punch it up in the face. Uh, that was a slap in the forehead. Uh, uh, okay, that's pathetic, but okay. I'm not going to... Uh, what? Do you want me to start breaking bones? No, just, you know, do it in a funny way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's so dumb. Why did he come back yeah. after he faked his death? Well, he probably thought they might think he was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's back. Let's run away. Oh, no. Governor. Wow. California. Yeah, that's definitely a California accent. Mm-hmm. Okay, go. Okay. Keith Ralph. Keith. Keith Ralph. Keith Ralph. Okay. So, uh, it's a hard name to say. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1943. He died mm-hmm. in 1976. Excellent. Wow. Keith was best known as a singer for the British band The Yardbirds. Later in his life, Keith became involved in a heavy metal band and was electrocuted playing an improperly playing an improperly grounded electric guitar. He should have easily he should have stuck with easy lighting. Sorry, I butchered that. Not not the not as bad as when the Yardbirds butchered that song they covered once. Which was... I don't know. They were actually a really good band. Which makes me wonder... Oh, you actually know of the the Yardbirds? Everyone knows the Yardbirds, really, Pat. Oh. They were... The... Okay. I want to look at them. No, because... Oh, yeah. No, don't. Okay. No, I... let me just get my phone out I and just will... do some Googling. Wow. That's what you sound like. Um... Having a pop star or a rock star on their 
either indicates that it's true because it's a real person. Or it's false or it's because false. it uh, might have happened, which is the yeah. general premise yeah. of the game. It's but either true it's or false, false one or the other. you're like, you know, ooh, it'll be true then. Okay, so you think he electrocuted yeah. himself yeah. playing... Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's, yeah. I've never heard of the Yardbirds. Okay, hold on. Or maybe you could show me after because this is a podcast. No, and the people want to know. No, they don't. They do. uh, don't you out there? No, you this do. is just dead air, Derek. The Yardbirds. Never heard of them. Um, Hi, Bowie. Yes, yes. The band is known for Hello, starting the careers of. Um, that was Derek kissing oh. the cat, by the way, not me. Of uh, three of rock's most famous guitarists. Right, go on. Uh, Jeff Beck, Jimmy Page, and Eric Clapton. Fuck off. There you go. Eric Clapton. Wonderful tonight, Eric Clapton. Yeah. Him. That guy. Wow. Yeah. Your best mate. Uh, He's not my best mate. At all. And also... He's gone slightly right wing. Oh, has he? Yes. Wow. Ever so slightly right wing. Kind of like Morrissey. Oh my God, him too. Oh my God, Morrissey's gone so right wing. Like intolerant of foreigners, kind of. Oh my God, Morrissey. Stuffy bitch. Right. This is Jack Hodgkins, born 1956, died 1982. Mm-hmm. Hodgkins of Miami, Florida, mm-hmm. spent seven years and thousands of dollars building his very own submarine. On the day of the launch, however, amid all the excitement, he forgot to close the hatch door. He drowned as his sub sank to the bottom of the ocean. Uh, it's classic Florida man. It's classic Florida man. I want to say false. Yeah, it's false. I don't... Like, I feel like someone who's dumb enough to not remember to close the hatch is too dumb, is to, too dumb to build a submarine. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fair play. Fair okay. play. Okay. Ray Murphy, born 58, 1958, died 1985. While on holiday in Antigua, Murphy entered a banana eating competition at his hotel's bar. After eating five bananas, Murphy began to choke, turning blue. The banana, stuck in his throat, Why was he deep throating it? Chew it, mate. It was obviously a competition. Where a deep throat competition. They have to do it as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Fast isn't always better. Why is Murphy, why does it have to be an Irish guy who died? You know, <laughs> deep throating banana? bananas. <laughs> Oh, is that it? Is yeah, that? That's, that's oh, I'd priority. say false. Yes, it is false. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because uh, you know that no Irishman is going to do something well, so stupid. Well, no, because stupid. I've been on a lot of you know like resort holidays and stuff like this, and I've never come across a banana eating competition it ever. Was Nineteen, whatever. Okay, well, but I mean, it wasn't. Because also, uh, like, you you're die. really just going to start giving away loads of bananas? Yes. No. Yes, you are. No. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's my turn to read it out to you. Oh, yeah. Did you just see that? No. Okay. If you get it right, I'm going to assume you did see it and that you're uh, lying. No. Grace Meadows, that's a pretty name. Born 1828, died 1897. The great great grandmother of 1960s British model Twiggy, Grace Meadows loved a good bargain. Her heart attack was triggered by a stampede of shoppers during a sale in Hackney, East London. I'm going to say true. Yeah. Why are you getting all the the ones that... Because no one is going to um, include a but real... Well, that's, that's what I mean. Person. Why are you yeah. getting the ones yeah. that the famous people? Yeah. Because obviously it's going to be truthful. Yeah. Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Kaminsky. Born Better. in 1930, died in 1977. Mm-hmm. The 47-year-old Kaminsky, living in Wroxham and Norfolk, was trying to cram his laundry into his washing machine with his foot. He accidentally pressed the start button and spin cycles <laughs> to death. Oh my god, I hope that's true. <laughs> I hope that's true, but I don't think it is. No, it's false. It's false. I mean, oh my god. It's not gonna it's not gonna start if it's still open. No. I mean, they, they, 
it's just a fundamental misunderstanding <laughs> of how washing machines work. Oh my god, I would love that. Oh, that's incredible. Um, okay. Do it. William Roach, born 1914, died in 1967. Mm -hmm. Bill was feeling lucky, flying home after winning his first semi-professional bowling tournament. And luckily, his bag in the overhead compartment had shifted during the flight. When another passenger opened the compartment, Bill's bag and his championship-winning bowling ball fell squarely onto his head, killing him. False. Yeah. What gave it away? Um, I just don't... Thing. I don't think you'd be allowed to take a bot. It's too heavy. Exactly. I mean, you're only allowed 10 kilos. Well, this was back in 1967. Okay, but 10 kilos is still 10 kilos. Not in the 67. It was 5 kilos then. Well, that's... What? That's... Okay. Such in, a little shit. Inflation sweet. That's not how... Okay. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Mrs. Agarrod. Why has she, she not got a first name? Uh, born 1876, died 1918. Huh. I'll tell you why. She doesn't Because on. little is known of Mrs. Garrard, who That's died convenient. in Suffolk County in 1918, except that she was the last person in Britain to die of the plague. What? When did she die? What, what was the date? 1918. False. True. Fuck off. Plague was around till 1918. Punch yourself in the face. That that you actually missed. Uh, I just punched myself in the face. How did I miss my fucking face? I do not know the imagine. I, I literally punched myself in the face. Are you happy now? Yeah, you did it just three times. So boom. I got four points. Wait, you're not going to give it to me because I got it wrong. So oh, yeah. I put it underneath. Idiot. You're the idiot, idiot. Why? Okay. You can't think of it, can you? Sure can't enough, the plague right. was still... Bopping around. Well, no. 1918. There you go, yeah. Depends what plague it was. There were a few. I'm talking, I'm thinking Black Plague. You know, the great one. Yeah, it's okay. You know, like Plague's biggest hit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, go. I'm ready. Oh, for fuck's sake. Astora Opera House audience members died 1849. American actor Edwin Forrest and British actor William McCready were fierce rivals. Both men were simultaneously playing Macbeth in different New York City theatres. Forrest's fans disrupted McReady's performance and rioting ensued. At least 22 people were killed. Cheapers. Um, I don't know. That's, that's the idea of the game. I'm going to say false. It was true. Wow. wow. 22 people were killed. That's like... Imagine that today if, like, like fans of an actor today... Like, inflation, there'll be, like, 56 people. Fuck. Don't think you understand how anything works. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> oh, you call that a punch? Yeah. <laughs> you call that a punch? This is a punch! Cassius Marcellus. You didn't do it! The Simpsons thing. That's not a punch, that's a spoon. Oh, no, because you'd have to put it into context. You'd be like, that's not a punch, that's a kick. Oh, all right, I see you've played Punchy Kicky before. I don't know what you're talking about. You, you do, you're a little shitbag. Cassius Marcellus. Birth date unknown. Died. That's a great name. 221 BC. A minor poet in ancient Rome, Marcellus was addicted to gambling. He once bet that he could keep a live sparrow in his mouth for five minutes. <laughs> he died of suffocation when the bird's f <laughs> feathers stuck in his throat. The sparrow also uh, perished. I think that's true. You would be wrong. Yeah, that sounds like something they do for the bants in... Uh, false! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something they would do for the bants back in the Rome. They ain't got nothing else to do. What? You know what I could do? I could put a fucking bird in my mouth. Watch, go on. Watch me put this bird in my mouth, just for the lols. Punch you out in the face. <laughs> the, for the people back home, we actually are punching ourselves in the face. <laughs> and it's dumb as fuck. Uh. Right. Pierre Gris, 
Born 1919, died 1979. French-born, Greece, a chef of some sophistication. Some sophistication. Not all, some. <laughs> some sophistication and taste, ran a celebrated restaurant in Dover, Delaware. He considered pizza a plebeian... Plebeian? Plebeian. Food, and would not have accepted the irony of a pizza delivery vehicle striking him and killing him. Kel horror. False. Yeah. Your, your falses are so easy because they're so obviously false. Why is that obvious? It's just too stupid. It's not as stupid as... But in, you could put bird in your mouth for five minutes. <laughs> How do they even tell the time? They ain't got watches. They just have to watch the sun. <laughs> when the sun gets to oh this, Lord, when the oh sun gets God. to this part of the dial, that's how you know I've completed this world record that I've just made up. Okay. Imagine ruining boys' night out. <laughs> In the middle of poker, you're like, you know what I can do, fellas. <laughs> that's. Do you have a spare sparrow? <laughs> uh, check this out. Look. Okay. Mr. Bing Longshore, born 1927, <laughs> died 1943. Longshore loved motor racing and served as a volunteer race marshal at his... A race, a race, race marshal? marshal? Yes, at his local track. His Question, primary, yes. what's a race marshal? Like a referee okay. for races. His primary job... Was, I'll tell you exactly what it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> his primary job was to wave the checkered flag to mark the end <gasps> of each race. He stepped onto the track to signal the winner too early at, w- at one race and was killed by the winning car. I had to that's false, because if it's your job, surely you can't fuck your job up that much. Oh, look. You have no idea. Go on. It is false, actually. Hey! I had to check before I celebrated that time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if like that's the only part of your job. Your only part of your job is stepping forward and waving the flag. Well, what part part is more important? The waving the flag or the stepping forward? The waving the flag. So that's your job. You're probably trained how to do that right, but not stepping. Not stepping. Never. They never think that's the stepping that will kill them. Right. I'm gonna move on. Martha Jones, born 1867, died 1896. Ever wanted to know the phrase, in a pickle, where the phrase, in a pickle, came from? Well, meet Martha Jones. Jones died at the Pennsylvania Pickle Company after drowning in a vat of pickle solution that she fell into. Poor Jones certainly ended up in a pickle. I want to say false. Yeah. Also, that's not right. It was Shakespeare came up with that. That's so dumb. That was so easy. This is like just this. These are meant to be things that people wouldn't actually know. Everything you've got so far is ger- general trivia and celebrity trivia. Oh, That's so dumb. And also, all of yours that are false have little puns at the end. Thank you. It's another correct one for Derek. This game is. This game's against me. Okay, Wallace. Yeah, go on. Felix Powell, born 1878, died 1942. During World War One. Powell wrote one of the most optimistic songs in history. Pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile, smile. During World War Two, however, Powell committed suicide in uniform. True. Yes. Is it really? No. It's false. It's true. You you live on a knife edge. I do, I do. I just cannot. (laughs) (laughs) Between believing me and uh, believing you. Well, that's so sad. Ingratitude. Pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile, smile. If only he heeded his own advice. I think that's what we call a sticky situation. I wouldn't say that's what we would call in a pickle. Also, with the pick, go back to the pickle one. Yeah. That sounds like how a Spider Man villain is made. <laughs> <laughs> Falling into a giant vat of pickle juice. Why would they have a vat of pickle juice? Well, how else? Why else are you going to do with pickle juice? Okay, I'm not going to go near that one. But, like, surely she would become, like, pickle woman. No. Or pickle princess. Well, but she does. Oh, that doesn't, that sounds 
Play something else. Yeah, pickle does, princess. Yeah, like a she's princess. a right old. She's a right old pickle princess. Yeah. She'll have any old pickle. Huh? What? 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 Bit rude. Bit rude. Yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah, I wouldn't. What does it mean? I don't know. Mm. I wouldn't say pack up your troubles in your old kit bag is considered one of the most optimistic songs in history. I would. Uh, okay. Can you think of any other optimistic songs though? Yes. Go on. What are they? What? Optimistic songs. Can you think of them? Yes. Will you Will you say it for me? Yes. Go on then. Now? Yes, now. Okay. I'm a Barbie girl <laughs> in a Barbie world. Okay, my turn. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, my God. We just had to pause the recording, just decide whether or not we can keep Derek swearing in the I apologize. in the recording. But we can because I the, this is for the, an older audience. The words older audience. I use do not reflect who I am as a person. I was young and stupid when I said that. Uh, I deeply regret any offense it may have caused anyone out there. Um, it was not my intention. And... Really, if you are offended, it's your own fault. Yeah, stop being so boring. Okay. Alexander Graham Bell. Alexander Graham Bell. Born 1847. Oh, jeepers. Sydney's going crazy. Sydney chasing a tail. Great, great. Born 1847, died 1922. Okay, uh, listeners at home, you can play along. On a stormy night at his remote Nova Scotia home, Bell, he muffled the doctor's potentially life-saving instructions. Mr. Bell passed away while the good uh, doctor kept shouting, Can you hear me now? I say false. It's true. Show me. No. No. I knew it would be false. Because there was like there was only two telephones when he first invented them. Yeah, why would he not, give the other one to his doctor? Not when he died. I just my my logic for that was why would he give the only other telephone to his doctor? Like, surely... well, I mean, to be honest, that would be one of the smartest uh, person yeah, to give it to. No, you would give it to the other side of the world, not your doctor down maybe the road. Maybe his doctor was on the other side of the world. Maybe he was a mobile phone. Maybe he was in holiday. Right. Well, you're just salty because I got it right. Just salty because you made me curse. You know, his surname Bell. Yes. Is that where the expression "give us a bell" yes. comes from? Yes, I like that. That's nice. That's nice. Right, I'm going to carry on. Yes, too. Sylvester Paul. Oh, Sylvester. Oh. oh, like my poor dead kitty cat. Like my Pope. <clears throat> Sylvester Paul. Wait, no, that was that was John Paul. Died born seventeen sixty eight. Died eighteen oh one. He had a good run. Wait, no, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. <laughs> Late 30s. Yeah, he had a good run. Uh, as a fruit and vegetable vendor in a London market, Paul was very proud of his displays. He piled his produce high to attract customers from around the market. However, one day, he went too high. The display collapsed, pummeling the floor, pummeling poor Paul to death with produce. False. Yeah. Because it's stupid. Like, the only way I think that would kill him is if he, like, he'd stacked a bunch of, like, watermelons at the top. And, like, like really high. Yeah, really high. Like, super high. Yeah. And also put guns in them. Yours are all, also obviously false. Okay, Robert Taylor, 1828 to 1875. According to the National Library of Australia... Mm-hmm. Gravedigger Robert Taylor jumped into a grave to finish up a job when the wall collapsed on him and buried him. You could definitely accuse Taylor of being buried in his work. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Paul Taylor, or Robert Taylor. Um, true. Even though I think that's wrong, but I'm going to go for true. You can always tell it's wrong, it's, it's false when they have... Um, it's true, you <laughs> bitch. Right, I think we do one more each. Okay, do it. You go. No, I. I was oh, okay. 
then we do after this we do one more each because then it's wow okay well because then we've asked each other the same amount of questions okay whatever captain greg hobby Born 1917, died in 1958. After mm-hmm. the Titanic tragedy, yes. a group of nations... Tragedy. Really? I thought it was a good movie. Tragedy. Established the International Ice Patrol, IIP, to prevent further similar incidents as the captain of one of these patrols. Patrols. Hobby's job was to report sightings of the rogue icebergs, such as the one his ship hit, sinking the ship the, and drowning the crew. Sorry, what? No, I did not get that either. So, Captain Greg Hobby. Yeah. After the Titanic tragedy, yeah. a group of nations established the International Ice Patrol, IIP, to prevent <laughs> Who? further what? similar incidents. What? Who was that? IIP. Do you? Fuck off. <laughs> As the captain of one uh, of these patrols. If you don't listen, you're not going to understand, are sorry. you? Sorry. No. Sorry. As the captain of one of these patrols, Hobby's job was to report sightings of rogue icebergs, such as the one his ship hit, sinking the ship and drowning the entire crew. So basically, while he was out looking for icebergs... He found one. ...that could sink his ship. In his face. While he was out there patrolling for icebergs that could sink other ships, one sunk his ship. I say true. Oh! I would like it if that was true, because that would be funny. Well, it wouldn't be funny, because a man and his entire crew would have died. But they didn't. But they didn't. That's so now we can funny. laugh about it. Ha 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 ha. ha. Okay. <coughs> this is the last one for me. Go on. Okay. Tony Romani. Born 1946. Died 18, 1975. <laughs> Born 18, Died 1875. He died. Sorry. You're right. Yeah. Tony was a gypsy cage fighter who hated Agarvers, non-gypsies. Before his final fight against the Garver, he worked himself up into such a frenzy, he swallowed his mouth guard and choked to death in front of his opponent. Jesus. Also, okay, no, if, I mean, I'm assuming if the card uses the word gypsy, um, uh, it is the appropriate. Maybe because that was appropriate at the time, or? Uh, No. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Anyway, sorry, come on. Um... I'm going to say false. You would be wrong. Show me. To say tr- Show true. Show me. I was right. False. It's false. So you You're such a shitbag. Right, Derek, this is your last one. Okay. Bert Butch Baskin. Oh, I like it. Carol Baskin. What? Killed her husband. Whacked him. No? Okay. Bert Butch Baskin. Born Bert. 1913. Died 1967. Bert was co-founder of the famous Baskin Robbins ice cream brand. Bert loved ice cream and ate tremendous amounts in his life. Sadly, Bert passed of a heart attack. Any connection? Probably not. Pass the ice cream, please. That's the stupidest thing in the world. So he Same ate true. Yeah. Because it's an obvious. Real it's an person. obvious psyche psych. Um, and also, that's not a f- stupid death. It's a heart attack. Yeah, but from eating too much ice cream after he made his own ice cream brand. That's still not ironic. If I don't think they need to be ironic. I think they just need to be dumb, which it was. But a heart attack isn't stupid. It is if you gave yourself a heart attack from eating too much of the thing you invented. That's dumb. You have to be dumb to do that to yourself. but, but, But that's not the reason he died. A heart attack is not caused Yeah, but it was a heart attack brought on by... No, it wasn't. They didn't say that. They just said heart attack. In fact, they go out and actually say probably no connection. So it's just a guy who died of a heart attack. Should not be in this game. Okay. Well, I will take it because I got it right. Right. Let's count up how many each of us have. I'm just offended by the... Three, four, five, six, one, seven, eight. No, two, I have nine. I think you've won. Three, four, five, six... And make another pile here. Seven, eight, nine, ten. I didn't need to make another pile. <laughs> you, act, you act like you won by so many more. You, you won by <laughs> one more. You can't spell one without one. Yes, you can. You really can. Well, congratulations, Werbles. You know more about stupid deaths than I do. 
How do you feel? I feel triumphant. I feel validated. I feel like my life has not been a waste. How do you feel? I would argue that your life has still been a waste. How, how, how do you feel? I mean, I'm still pretty sad that my best friend is dead, but I mean... At but least... Apart from that, you're, felt, you're okay? At least we learned something today, you yes, know? Yes, we did. Yeah. We did. We, we, we learned the guitarists of the Yardbirds. Who, yeah. Who are? Um, Eric Clapton. Uh-huh. Curtain. Book Coke. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. And Shelf TV4. Jim Page. So there you go. Jim Page and... What's his face? <laughs> Prince. Prince. Prince was an amazing guitarist. And he was in the Yardbirds, was he? Yeah. Better than Clapton. Wow. There, I said it. Wow. Right then. Um... Of course, so did Clapton at the time. Okay. So, thank Bye. you everyone for listening to me and also by extension, Laura. Thanks. I know. Oh, sorry. Sorry. To a lesser extent. Fuck off. Laura. <laughs> Cursing is not an indication of intelligence. Although it is for me. Stop my dick. Jeez. Jesus. That, Jesus. That is rude. Yeah, well, good. It was meant to be. Terrible. Right, well, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you played along. Hopefully you got... Um, we should have told them to play along at the start. I, I told them halfway through, but not at the start. I now thought... now you've got to go through and listen to the whole thing again. And also forget about everything you just heard. And then if you get everything wrong... Okay, for everyone you get wrong, you got to punch yourself in the face. No, no, you got to punch... If you're on a train... You punch someone else in the face. Okay, please don't do if, any of if that. You're, if you're um, listening to us on while you're out jogging, find someone, punch them in the face. Please don't do any of that. That's not a thing you should do. If you're... I'm going to stop you there because I'm going to wrap it up because we have two episodes of The Boys to go watch. The last two episodes and I'm very excited to do that. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your continued support. It is very much appreciated. I had fun. Derek, did you have fun? Brilliant. Okay. I had fun. Thank you very much for asking. Oh, you're very welcome, sweetheart. And uh, until the next time, until do of course the next stay time. sexy. Thank you for tuning in. Anything else to add? No? You're all done? All right, then. I'm all done. Thank you very much. Bye. One thing I will say. Oh, my God, no.